welcome back to On the Cusp. I've got my co-host Matt Snyder uh, back with me. And today we've got some very distinguished community guests here. We've got David Alexander, Kyle McGinnis, and we're going to talk about Providence. And if you don't know what that is, all right, it changed South Shreveport in a very positive way. So, David, what is Providence? Well, Providence is a, is a traditional neighborhood development. TND is the acronym for it. Um, probably the one that most people know this day and age that was Seaside. Seaside in Florida was really one of the first TNDs uh, started. Um, so a TND is really um, designed to be like an old town. Uh, you've got a center, you've got a town center, which is kind of the hub of everything. That's more commercial. You have office buildings, and in the case of Providence, we've got the restaurants and some office space, and we've got the, the medical clinic there. Uh, we've just added a new new building where Rhino Coffee is going to go with Southern Made and Marble Slab uh, ice cream. But anyway, the, the 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 whole idea is that you've got the town center, and then as you go out from the town center, uh, the the the, re, the residential is uh, pretty dense. It, you know. Like, that's where the townhouses are, apartments and all that. And as you go out, the density goes lower and lower and lower until you get to the very edge, like you would the edge of an old town. Those are what we call our edge lots. So that's kind of the perimeter of that. So the TMD is really designed to be like an old town. Um, there are a lot of nuances uh, that, that make it work. You've got the porches are up, they're raised. So when you're talking and people are walking by, you're looking down at them and, and talking to them. Um, sidewalks, you know, wider sidewalks so that pedestrians can walk. Uh, all, the, all the residential in the interior uh, don't have front-loaded uh, driveways. It's all done by an alley. So the pedestrian experience is, is very safe and calming. Um, there are a lot of different things about uh, TNDs. You, have, you don't have long roads where, you know, you, you can look way down like a, like a Millicent in Spring Lake or something like that. Right. You have shorter stretches of, of roads. At the end of every road, you're supposed to have a terminating vista, like a house or a tree or something like that. So it's, it's, go ahead. I'm, so the most interesting part to me is in Shreveport, if you think of neighborhoods, I think we went through a phase with, where gated neighborhoods close off from everything, right. shut it down. Providence affects everyone in our community in some way I feel like has changed a whole area and really invites people on a regular basis to come enjoy the area and, right. and utilize and be a part of it that don't live there and maybe never will. Right. Can you talk about that shift in, in mentality? Well, yeah, with the TND, you, like, like you mentioned, you don't have gates, uh, you don't have perimeter fencing, it's an open community. Um, a big part of what we do out there is we program events. I mean, we've got events just about every week. And most of those events are open to the public. Uh, we have fireworks at New Year's. We've got, you know, it could be as small as a Mardi Gras parade with kids and wagons. And, and uh, we've got, of course, the big event that, that, uh, that you, you've put on out there. Yes, uh, Catahoula so Wine makes Catahoula, a very good one. Catahoula deal. So yeah, it's all, about, it's all about getting people out of their house, out into the community, getting to know each other, spending time with each other, as opposed to being behind it. Nothing against gated communities. They serve right. a purpose and a lot of people like them. Uh, but in this case, it's really to go back to the old town. You know, the closest thing really in Shreveport would be going back to Highlands and South Highlands. Right. right. You know, so you know, when did you start it? Well, we started talking about it in kind of like 2002, 2003, and that's when Brent and Cole Anderson approached me 
they had been to Baton Rouge to look at a piece of property. I believe there was a group that was looking to have them maybe come in as, as partners on it. So they went down there and looked at it. Uh, good piece of property off of Blue Bonnet. And I think on the way home, they went through Lafayette to see River Ranch. Yeah. And so River Ranch, uh, if it hadn't been for River Ranch in Louisiana, doing what we did probably would have been harder. Uh, we had to take city officials, we had to take the fire department, we had to take everybody uh, in, in the city That is a there. crazy thing to see. It, I mean, that is like right, right in, the, right. the first time I went there, I couldn't believe what right, I was looking at. Right. Really. And, I, and Providence was well developed at that point. And I, I mean, that's just right. nuts, right in the middle of the city, like they're that dense, like you're talking right. about. So right. there was a lot of risk with this and a lot of people, you know, they're, they're not willing to take risk. Right. All right. How did you convince everybody that, hey, this can benefit, you know, the community? Right. right. Well, as the Anderson family and Cole and, and, and uh, Brant mainly were my contacts, of course, Bill and Hank were behind all this. Um, you know, we, we went down to River Ranch. Uh, we got to know the town planner, Steve Ube, who turned out to be our, our town planner. Uh, you know, we just, it was just a great thing. You know, it started with the Anderson family. Uh, they brought me in to help them as, on the development. Uh, we expanded that group to another a group of local investors uh, that believe in Shreveport. And quite frankly, this group of investors, including the Andersons, yeah, they wanted to make money on this. I mean, we all want to make money on, on the, the, the ventures that we do. But maybe as important to that, to that uh, they wanted to give back to the community. They wanted to give something to Shreveport that Shreveport didn't have. I think that's such an important point because I think in Shreveport history, a lot of times it's got to be one or the other. And I, I always look at Austin. Austin made it cool to be a hipster and rich. Right. Like you right. didn't have to be the broke hipster anymore. You could be a rich hipster. Right. And I think that's important for a city to be able to be cool and make money. Right. And that's and okay. And those rich hipsters were taking the risk, putting the money back into their ideas. Right. Yes. Yeah, so I love we, that idea. You know, we promote. Right. on on the cusp it's the people that take the risk they're putting it right back into the community there's no that reason that you shouldn't things. be able to make money while doing good for the right. city right. Right. so Absolutely. i think that's important so so we we started and we started and i think we had a groundbreaking in uh 06 um got started kind of got some momentum and then all of a sudden the re recession hit and you know we were like oh my goodness what's going to happen now uh but the group that we have they they believed in it they believed in us and we just kept plowing ahead. And I think a lot of people, as you say about Shreveport, sometimes a lot of people are probably stepping back going, okay, here we go. And, you know, yeah. they're not going to make it. We just muscled through. I mean, we didn't cut back on landscaping. We didn't cut back on anything we were doing. And we finally got to about 100 houses, which was about the tipping point. We felt like if we could get to 100 units, that would be the tipping point. The community would go, okay, they're here. They're here for real. We're serious. We're serious. Um, and we had to, you know, we had to, like I said, muscle through it. We had to plow ahead. You're, we weren't making money at you're first. You're building houses during the housing crisis. Right, right. I mean, no, that's pretty, so, that's pretty strong. So, you know, we, we had the confidence of our group and we just kept on and kept on. And then all of a sudden it became a community and the events and all that. So, yeah, it, it you know, a lot of times in, in the real estate business, you got to, you got to take a risk. You, you know, you can't, you can't always have it pre-leased or pre-sold. Sometimes you just got to get out there and do it and hope that it works. In this case, it did. And I, I'd say today, I checked on it yesterday, we're up to about 375 residential units. Uh, we got about 30 under uh, development right now. So we'll be over 400 houses here before long. Yeah, and so especially you get on the risk side, something like that is gonna change the mentality. It's, it's really a different way of looking at something right. for Shreveport, which 
I'm always talking about how many years we're behind different cities. You know, those are my favorite things to talk about, how we catch up. Right. This is the kind of stuff that catches us up, I think. And like, and like, that's important, so being able to plow through. Well, it's, it's, it really is good for Shreveport because I, I tell you, probably the easiest sale we have is when people are coming from out of town and they've seen this as opposed to us having to educate this area. Now, we don't have to educate this area anymore, but at first, people are like, oh, there's narrow lots and alleys and all that, and so we had to educate them to what it was all about. I've got to tell you this story. Like, I was sitting in the office with Cheryl out there talking about events and whatnot, and she, had, she was out showing a lot or something, so I'm just sitting there working on my computer, and the door opens, and this guy comes in, and he looks scared to death, and I'm like, I start talking to him, and he's the new swim coach for Centenary, and he's from Frisco, Texas, and mm -hmm. he has taken the job, and this is his first trip to buy a house, <laughs> and he's going back to get his wife, and he had been driving around Highland, looking at houses around Centenary, and he was scared to death of how he was going to go back to Frisco and tell his wife they were coming. <laughs> and he had Googled and found Providence. He walked in, and, that, and I'm like, all right, man, hold on. And I start talking, I'm like, you're 10 minutes away, and go eat lunch at yeah. Cabo. Here's yeah. my number. Call me. Mm -hmm. And the dude was so relieved, and he's like, okay, I'm going to get my wife. Right. We're coming out here. And, yeah. you know, I think having that to offer in our community is so hugely important. Well that I just appreciate y'all doing it and I think it really matters. And, well, and I think it matters too, Matt, because Dr. George and I just had a defense contract company relocate here and their senior leadership and a lot of the members of that uh, organization, that's the first place we sent them. Said, okay, you're looking for houses, there's lots of opportunity here and it's its own culture. And Matt's mm -hmm. big on culture. Okay, he's right. always beating me up on culture on that. So it's it's something for if you're in economic development and you got the executive here, mm -hmm. okay, you gotta show them something positive and that's something positive that, that we can definitely show them. But I look at it, I, I was in the Washington DC area for a very long time and everybody there, like the big magnet was the Reston Town Center, okay? Mm -hmm. If you know you're going out to Dulles, you drive right by it. There was the Google headquarters. There was Amazon Web Services was setting up their headquarters there. Do you have any plans, thoughts about how do you, how do you start drawing maybe some of the technology type companies into into something like? Would you even consider doing something like that? Sure. Look, I, I, we'd love to have uh, Google and Amazon Web Services move in. We, we can probably build them some space. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, but uh, I'll say that, you know, in the, I think our, our medium term plan is uh, twofold. One is to continue to develop the town center. And you talk about risk, you know, if you talk to commercial real estate people, they have all these metrics about where they're going to put their locations. And one of those driving metrics is rooftops. How many rooftops are in your area? Because if it's not enough, they're not going to take the risk to do that. Uh, one thing that Providence did in the early days was build some commercial out there before there were the necessary mm -hmm. metrics yeah. to, uh, to really make that an easy sell. Uh, as David said, because of the momentum, not only in Providence, but all around South Shreveport, um, I think commercial development is 
ripe. It's, it, it's really ready to go. You can see it with Brookshire's moving out there close by. Um, you've had some commercial development along the southern loop, but not a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know w one of our big goals in the, in the medium term is to add more commercial. Uh, the Rhino building's a good start. We, we're already out uh, working on the framing up uh, another commercial building um, right by the pool house. Yeah. Right. Uh, we're going to have a, a pretty substantial uh, commercial office building uh, go up, breaking ground probably in the next quarter. Uh, and a lot of that is, you know, off that park that's next to Rhino and the existing commercial. And really, I think that park is going to be kind of the, the showcase town square for the development. So we're going to be developing that. Um, the other thing I'd say is just adding some diversity to our offerings. Um, you know, we have townhomes, we have a few multifamily units. Uh, and we need to make sure that the neighborhood is accessible to people, uh, not just have, you know, a high-end product only. Right. Uh, I think we will be developing a very high-end product that is on the, the edges uh, of the development uh, for really people that want to build a really nice house. Uh, but we're also going to have some very high-quality uh, smaller offerings that you know people that just moved to Shreveport maybe they don't have children yet uh, they want to start a business or they are working for a technology company we want them to be able to have a place in Providence so that they can take advantage of all the things that our current homeowners have um, but just not as in as big a footprint of you know right. a, a so three or four bedroom house so mm -hmm. if you go back to the Reston Town Center the bookends for for that are two major high-end hotels mm -hmm. on that and i mean everybody's coming into reston you know any any thoughts about would that add value or would absolutely that, yeah we, could, we, could you do that you know there's enough land mm -hmm. to do something like that yes uh and mm -hmm. you know really our our residential is off of southern loop uh, and so a lot of that frontage that you see along southern loop is uh, undeveloped and so we you know that's going to be a priority is mm -hmm. developing that commercial it's and so cool to think and like when you're driving out there of what the real potential of what it can be yeah. because there's yes. so much land right. yes. you know there's so much available land from i-49 in yeah. that man right. I, I can't wait yeah. to see and i think and like i said there's lots of there's a lot more rooftops than there used to be the mm -hmm. business part coming in from so i've been lucky enough to work with several of those restaurants over the last 10 years in marketing and be very involved. And I've watched, especially Windrush's lunch crowd, every year grow a little, right. grow a little, right. grow a little. And that to me, you know, is no accident and is only going to continue. And that to me, when you get these people working out there more, and we saw it a lot in COVID, it really mm -hmm. took a huge shift when people were working from their house so right. much more. And it's kind of held up. I think that's the next step. When you start to yeah. see daytime traffic out there pick yeah. up or double. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there, this, this is what I want. I want you to live in your house in Providence. I want you to walk to your job. I want you to walk to lunch. Go home. Get your wife or your husband. Go have a drink. Go to a <laughs> walk somewhere else. Have dinner with your friends. Have an after-dinner drink. Be entertained. And then go home. You can do all that one day 
not get in your car. Right. That's the vision. That that that's sounds like a day street reporters travel to go do. Right. A lot, right? You know, yes. and, and having right. it here is so special. Well, I can tell you in my firm when I was in DC, okay, one of the biggest recruiting tools we had was we gave our employees metro passes every month. Okay? So they could live on a metro line and in ten minutes they didn't have to get in a car, okay? If they had to if they had to come to the office Okay, they had their metro card in there, and they were there, happy to do it. Never had a problem, right. but and everything was right there around the Reston Town Center, right. and we were able to recruit top quality talent. I'm talking software developers. Yeah, you know the so lifestyle sure. you're creating out there matters. The lifestyle you're creating answers to a lot of the negativity you hear about Shreveport. Mm -hmm. I, I like yeah. to say, well, I can take you on a tour. You're not going to see a bunch of what you just told me about, right. uh, you know, and I think that matters for the success of all of us in the long term. Yeah, I bring this up in meetings a lot about, uh, you know, if you're visiting another city, take your pick. Yeah. There is some district that <laughs> yeah. your, your first not. trip, everybody there says you have to go there and eat at these restaurants. And That's right have this drink or go see this uh, you know, landmark. We really don't have that in Shreveport. That's you right. have got to get in your car and go right. a lot of different spots to say, to say, these are the things that we're really known but for. But we're getting of. so much closer. Yeah. I agree. Look at our food scene in the I last agree. five years. I agree, but, you, but what, I'm, but I'm what I'm saying is, you know, if you're going to a superior, you want to take your friends yeah, to yeah, Superior yeah. Grill. It's spread out. You want to take them to Herbie That's K's. Right. You, you, you know, it's spread out. And I would like to build a district where, you know, if your friend's coming in from out of town. Right. The first thing you're going to say is, oh, well, you know, we got Friday night taken care of. We're just going to go to Providence and walk around. Right. Yeah, and we we're going to see a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> we talk a lot about this economic you know, we're going out, we talked to Ryan Culp at Shreveport Next, and he's going out and trying to recruit companies mm -hmm. in, and we talk about how they leave the airport and where they go and where they stay. Right. I mean, you you guys can be a huge answer to that, right. you know. Right. Well, you hit on a good good point, Matt. Uh, early on, the daytime traffic just wasn't there. Everybody was getting in their car, going to town. Right. And so getting the commercial to get traction took, took a while. We did take a chance on building the first retail, the restaurants did well, especially at night, but now you've seen that daytime stuff. You've got this other commercial coming. We've got the office building. The traction's there. It is there. And uh, so the residential, we're going to keep on doing what we're doing. You know, we're, like, like um, Kyle said, we're trying to get a, a good mix uh, of what kind of product. Uh, you know, some of those cottages that we built, they're very high end, but they're smaller and more manageable for an elderly perk couple or even a young couple. Uh, so we're going to keep doing the residential to keep building those rooftops that Kyle mentioned. But we think over the next one to five years, the commercial is really going to take off. And we're going to have more offerings that are going to be more entertainment, more, you know, things to do. Well, it's taking off. I worked with the McJunkins for about, it took me about two years to convince the interstate sign guys to put a blue sign at the Southern Loop. <laughs> and they wouldn't do it because all we had was Windrush to go on it. Right. And... The P&S Pantry guys would not get on the sign, and I was begging them, and now those signs are full. Yeah. So, and that's yeah. a not that long. That's right. probably six or seven years ago. So, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. happening fast, and I, I'm pumped for it, well, for sure. It's well, it's definitely changed South Shreveport, for sure, okay? And it's a major economic development uh, plus for us 
you know, when Ryan, Ryan will tell you, he's bringing a lot of executives in, you know, that with companies that are considering, you know, Northwest Louisiana, and it's, it's key to have some place to show them. How that. far is Providence from the port drive? Five minutes, eight minutes? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean if you're selling some guy at the board and you said, yeah. hey, right. six minutes yeah. away, well, that's, this you know, is your yeah, lifestyle. Well, I mean, yeah, we don't have, good. I mean, you can be anywhere in 15 minutes. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Now, there might be a 30-minute time window where you might kind of slow down at a bridge, but trust me, coming out of D.C., we got no traffic problem. <laughs> yeah, okay? that was that Dallas that guy. Is, mm -hmm. He felt like he had to live right by sitting there. He was like, dude, you don't have to. You right. can cover a lot of miles. Yeah, here. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. You, you do not have a problem <laughs> yeah. with that. Well, when we first did it, everybody thought we were so far out. Yeah. And I said, no, we were like 10 minutes to downtown. And until they put the stop sign at Wallace Lake, you could leave Providence and go all the way downtown without a stop sign or a traffic light. And so people finally got it. Mm -hmm. you know, there is yeah. no distance, okay? Right. It takes no time at all. That's right. Okay. Yeah, my wife and I used to live in Atlanta, and it was 30 minutes to get to the end of your driveway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I so, mean, L.A., Houston, Dallas even, yeah. just, I, I, I'm losing one of my top employees here, you know, in, in two weeks going to Dallas. And I told her, you'll be back. <laughs> okay, you'll be back. Come on, back. Okay. <laughs> when you get ready, you just call me. Okay. Great. Well, guys, thank you all so much. Well, thank you. This has thank been you. awesome. If you ever, if there's anything that we can ever do to help spread the message or whatnot, we're here. Well, great. Thank we you. appreciate y'all. Well, thank, thank, thank you. Thanks for coming, guys. Yeah.